0: Welcome to the Technology Labs podcast number 16. I'm Tom.
1: I'm Rick. And I'm Daniel.
0: Yeah. And our guest today is Menno van Doorn. Menno, could you introduce yourself in a couple of sentences, please?
2: Um, yes, Menno van Doorn, I'm your colleague, so uh, you, I'm familiar with you, but um, <laughs> I'm running this
0: uh, research institute for Society called FIND. Right, and what does FIND stand for?
2: Um, Research on the the impact of new technologies, basically, so on humans, on society, on businesses. Uh, So it's a very holistic view, but we need a holistic view in order to make sense of uh, what's going on, because there's so much going on.
0: Cool. And there's a new topic on the horizon, or not not even on the horizon, but there's a hefty new topic going on, (laughs) virtual (laughs) humans.
2: Yeah, virtual humans. It's 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 part of our so the main topic is reality. So then okay. you have the link with virtual humans or anything. Okay. It's a huge topic, uh, it's a huge Tom. Topic. It's yeah. um, it's almost like quantum.
0: I would say. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, that's the topic for today's podcast. Uh, but before we delve deeper into the topic, we want to bring our listeners a couple of tech updates. Uh, and let's see what they are. Um, Daniel, would you start please with your tech yes. update today?
1: Yes, I got an update from The Verge, Um, they posted a new blog about Microsoft in talks with Discord over 10 billion plus acquisition. And um, yeah, the gaming industry, um, we've seen uh, a couple of uh, acquisitions lately, Uh, Microsoft also um, bought Bethesda. Yeah. And um, the gaming now uh, are in talks game with, developer and uh, the
0: games games developer uh, organization yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, Bethesda is a pretty big uh, uh, game developer and uh, they um, uh, acquired that company and now they are even in talks with, uh, with Discord, which is uh, a service where you can talk with your friends, you have chat rooms, um, it's a lot of voice chat as well. So and when you are playing a game, you can communicate with your, uh, with your friends mm-hmm. yep. um, during uh, um, yeah, when you're playing the game. And, um, yeah, that's heavily used, and uh, now Microsoft wants to acquire it and probably integrate it in their whole Xbox, um, um, yeah, the the whole Xbox uh, uh, portfolio. So that's going to be interesting because I see more and more things happening with the exclusives, and I really don't like that because I think that if there are platforms with lots of exclusives, um, it's the same thing as you see now with, for instance, Netflix, HBO Max, uh, all the different uh, platforms on video. They all have their own uh, set of um, uh, TV shows movies etc and before you know it you have to buy it all to, <laughs> to play it all and I see that happening in games as well and that's something that um, I'm not sure if that's a good um, good thing because that will also um, uh, yeah, make it uh, more difficult for people to, for instance, play together or use the same services together uh, for, from those platforms because um, that's something that a lot of people would love to do. For instance, when you are on an Xbox and you want to play a game, uh, most of the times you're not able to play it with people from a different platform. Um, and that's something that the crossplay that's that's something that, yeah. play, that's, that's something that um, a problem a lot of the times
0: that's interesting um, that you. That you are saying this and and i also saw the news on uh on discord be, uh, the rumors on the on this topic mm-hmm. but i got the impression that a lot of cross-platform gaming is is expanding at the moment actually we, we come from a world where we have well nintendo uh sony and uh, microsoft as the as mm-hmm. the big players on uh, uh with their with their own platforms so to say mm-hmm uh, and and now all of a sudden there's a lot more uh, crossplay possible. I see games uh, uh, or the the, the 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 portals like Epic Games Portal or uh, they are becoming much more cross-platform than it was in the past.
1: Yeah, but still, if you look at for instance the the games from uh, Rockstar. Yeah. Uh, if you have Grand Theft Auto and sure. yeah. Red Dead Redemption, those are still separate worlds. And as long as that is not going to be a cross-platform thing, and if you look at Xbox, for instance, they bought Bethesda, but uh, all the games are becoming exclusive. Yeah. So they won't be shared through different platforms so it won't be a new game on uh the playstation 5 for instance and um, but but
0: linking this back to discord yeah because mm -hmm. what what i see you saying here is that discord is it what is a 10 billion dollar acquisition possibly Mm -hmm. something like that uh so then indeed what you see happening is that the, the big tech is becoming bigger tech and that's exactly. maybe a movement yeah. that you that where we can say, hey, this is something that we don't like. And instead mm-hmm. of the fact that, okay, I mean, uh, Microsoft is taking over Discord and continuous continuing its services. Well, who mm-hmm. cares? I mean, yeah. for them, it's probably uh, it, it means earning more money uh, through that mm-hmm. direction. But I also saw yeah. the, um, uh, the the news item, and I know that uh, Discord is still losing money. So, well. They have to invest a lot in it probably before it's making money for them, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there is a lot of value in the data about the users of Discord. Yeah. Which is often a reason to
1: acquire uh, online companies.
3: True. Mm -hmm. 140 million monthly users,
1: active users. Yeah. Yeah, That's quite a number. It's quite a user base. They also have a premium offering. Uh, and that's called Nitro yep. and um, they already uh, are talking about that that is going to be uh, included in the Game Pass offering mm. from Microsoft, so that could also be an interesting thing of course where you would offer multiple uh, premium services and then Nitro would become one of those things yep. that you can only get with a Game Pass yeah. Uh, subscription, Yeah. yeah. so uh, only on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's true. so it's yeah. interesting to see that movement because I see it not only in gaming but also in other things where it's getting um, I, I would expect it to be more cross-platform but it's not actually okay okay
0: and I'm curious to see but because it's rumors and curious to yeah. see how it involves and I also know that discord has been talking with m- multiple um multiple uh, parties to mm-hmm. to sell to so they're looking for a buyer actually yeah Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah it's it's a heavily, uh, I use it a lot as well. So, and the funny thing is, is that <laughs> uh, I, I use it more for uh, analog gaming than for the, the gaming environments. O- also use it there because you can, you can play um, uh, among us uh, very nicely with, uh, with the discord uh, uh, channel next to it, for example, mm-hmm. uh, and all, all kinds of other games. I even see my kids use it and, uh, if they're playing a game at uh, the at neighbor's uh, house, then I can uh, call them on Discord to uh, to get them uh, t- to go back for dinner. So that's just really, mm-hmm. really handy. <laughs> but also unlock uh, games uh, are, are being played. A lot of role-playing games are being played with the Discord uh, environment, I know. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Good to see how this unfolds. Cool. Um, Rick, what's your tech update today?
3: Yeah, well, as you may know, I'm always interested in uh, uh, artificial intelligence and there are some different uh, levels of artificial intelligence and until recently I was uh, already satisfied knowing a little bit about uh, deep learning and and uh, uh, things uh, uh, like how this is working but then Recently, I was listening to a podcast and they were uh, uh, discussing the next step. Because one of the problems with deep learning is that it interprets data and based on the data it comes to conclusions, but it is not very good in understanding implicit relationships. Uh, the example they give um, I mean, I, I've, doing a, I've been doing a little research here, looking up some uh, articles, etc. I've put a link to an article uh, that we will put in the show notes. And the example they give is. If you know all animals drink water and you know cats are animals, then we think it's logical to assume that cats drink water. But a regular deep learning algorithm can't draw that conclusion. So uh, there's something else needed and that is called deep reasoning. And so the deep reasoning is the next step within artificial intelligence and actually what they do they uh, combine existing artificial uh, intelligence um, systems, uh, so to say um, and and by combining those they try to uh, get to deep reasoning um, to solve uh, yeah questions that are easy to, For example, a six-year-old child, uh, an example they give here is uh, they have a picture with some objects and then the question is, what size is the cylinder that is left of the brown metal thing that is left of the big sphere? And then for a human, it's quite easy to work it out. But for artificial intelligence, it's much more complex because what, what is exactly a brown metal thing and what is exactly the big sphere? And then uh, so, yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting because this of course is the next step towards artificial general intelligence eh, where you have the same kind of intelligence that people have because currently all artificial intelligence is still artificial narrow intelligence. It's good in one thing, but not in a variety of things. Yeah, I, I see Menno looking <laughs> surprised. and uh.
0: because
2: I, I've been reading some books on the, uh, an, something called Dognition. It's intelligent, you know, how dogs are intelligent and how that works. So I was thinking what it means in, in, in that space because, I, you know, we have been talking about AI becoming as intelligent as humans. But I think like dogs, dogs are intelligent but not like humans, they, they have a much better nose, for instance. So we, we tend to think in, a, in, in human versus AI or human versus dogs or animals, but they have different capacities. And I think we should get rid of looking at AI as being human, but looking at AI or dogs in that same sense, as a thing on its own, because it limits our thoughts that's yeah, true okay it's yeah true. well
3: yeah. that's indeed a, uh, a good uh idea to to take away
2: by the way i haven't found any intelligence in my dog uh, until now so i've <laughs> <laughs> she's in my house for five months and she's not the
0: most intelligent dog but but still but there's there's some intelligence in it right there's, a, there's some yes yeah, yeah 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 okay okay yeah so there's at least it yeah okay cool yeah yeah it's curious to see how i'm curious to see how this this general intelligence could play out in the future indeed and whether or not it's something that is indeed exists next to us instead of uh uh uh, how you say that um replaces us eh? because that's that's the, the the direction that we are always thinking about can it replace us can it replace us humans or
3: an activity that well, we as human do. Right? The, the funny thing of course is that as long as people have used machines uh, we already have uh, done things to replace uh, uh, us for certain tasks only the, the tasks become more and more complex uh, but um, yeah so I'm, I'm very curious what way this will uh, will go and uh, It was at least uh, interesting to me to see that there is a next step to make uh, AI uh, yeah, more intelligent than it is uh, at this moment. And we'll see how it unfolds.
0: Cool, cool. Very good, very good. (laughs) Yeah, I was looking at tech updates. Uh, I was looking at the same tech update as Daniel brought uh, but I also have uh, because I was also fascinated by by Discord uh, and and the amount of money that uh, that was that's involved in in these kind of takeovers or things like that. But uh, one of the other tech news items th- this uh, last week that caught my eye, and then maybe I do a couple very shortly. Uh, one is and, and since we almost always talk about space and Lego in this podcast or in in our podcasts, uh, uh, a great combination. Uh, is uh, is now going to be released. And that's the uh, Lego is going to release its NASA Space Shuttle Discovery Lego kit. And well that is nice, it's a nice model, looks good, great, and it's fun to build probably as well. Uh, but it also involves the Hubble telescope. So it has a Hubble telescope in it and as a display piece as well. So nice bit of history that's uh, now being converted into a Lego model. Uh, it is being released on the first of April, so that's a bit of a thing. Will it will it be a real thing? But on the other hand, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> looking at the amount of uh, marketing that's being done around it, I'm I'm quite quite sure that uh, that it will be available from that date on. And some previews uh, being there as well, so that's nice to know. Just a nice update, and I'm curious to see whether Rick will buy it or not. <laughs> because I know he also has the uh, the the rocket, the Saturnus uh, rocket, yeah, I the believe.
3: Saturnus Five, so uh, it has well.
0: to has to be there in your uh, collection, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. Before we know <laughs> it, I don't have space to put it all. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but it sounds really uh, really nice, and it's great the things that uh, Lego are uh, developing.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice new kits coming uh, coming on. So, but uh, uh, a, a real tech news item that is a nice bigger article that I've been reading last week was an article on uh, batteries uh, and new technologies in batteries and how the technology uh, looks like in the near future and future. Uh, there's a great technological solid state batteries you might have heard of. Uh, where the energy density is um, well exponentially higher, as that we have with uh, lithium-ion uh, uh, batteries today, uh, where indeed this technology can bring us to a situation where we have a a, a, a mobile phone running for a week instead of a day, wow. or even less than a day. So. Yeah. I see Mano nice. heavily nodding. Yes, <laughs> that's what you yeah, want. <laughs> yeah, you I, I think you can
2: still see what's behind me. Uh, there is a phone, that, uh, yeah. has a phone that works for a week.
3: Yeah, that's, <laughs> be, yeah what was uh, it? Yeah, 661 yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, uh, 6310. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, there, there's there's um, uh, battery consumption and battery life. Uh, there's two parts of the of that metal. Uh, uh, we 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 are building great new phones, iPhones, uh, smartphones that have great new functions and have processor that um, well consume even ever more energy and we have batteries that uh, are more energy dense, but there is a limit to it. And yeah, uh, at the moment, well, for years on end, I think we have uh, smartphones that run for day, roughly, right? I mean, uh, regular use is uh, up to a day and then you have to charge it. But with solid state, this can really change and we can go to that week of use uh, uh, and, and not only for mobile devices, this is interesting, but also for Uh, electrical cars of course because now uh, with a solid state uh, um, battery in an electronic car you can have a range of a thousand kilometers easily uh, without a big problem Uh, I uh, uh, know that the the technology is there uh, and a lot of experimentation needs to be done and it should should be a lot safer as well because with lithium-ion there's uh, well uh, uh, with accidents it's uh, 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 the battery of a, a conventional electrical car can be hazardous. And with solid state, this should be a lot uh, a lot better, so a lot safer. It's also good. And um, the biggest challenge there is temperature. Apparently, they at the moment are getting quite hot. <laughs> so that's a bit of a pity. Uh,
3: well, the good thing is you don't need heating in your car.
0: Uh, no, no, no. That's that's true. That's true. Even yeah. in
1: summer. <laughs> Even
0: <laughs> in summer, yeah. But then you can convert it into cold. Uh, uh, warmth can be converted into cold, right? A cold uh, situation as well. So, yeah, why not? Why not? Um, uh, and charging uh, is a bit of a thing at the moment still. Uh, because with lithium-ion technology, we can go to very sh- short charging times. And that's a bit of a... Uh, thing yet for the solid state uh, uh things uh, uh batteries at the moment so. Well, oh, uh and uh, oh, uh one of the other things <laughs> uh, is uh the uh how do you call it the 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 metals and uh, the 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 material that goes into the batteries. Uh can be a bit of a problem of uh finding it, c- converting it into a uh in a solid state battery that uh, that works. It's also quite labor intensive. Um, so they will be expensive at the, at the starting point. But on the other hand, looking at hard drives, we also now have solid state drives that are, that have infinite amount of uh, storage, uh, which cost next to nothing. So uh, maybe the same, or maybe, I, I predict that the same will happen for the solid state battery in the near future as well.
3: Okay, well, sounds good.
0: Definitely, that said, Let's go to our topic of today. Yeah. And that was, uh, the topic is is reality and then maybe zoom a little bit into the virtual humans, right, Menno? Yeah,
2: virtual humans. It's a it's a carve out, actually, uh, of a chapter, no, all whole part of the book that we are working on. Okay, okay. Which is called playing with reality. Mm-hmm. And the, the carve out of, uh, there's one carve out, so it's about people. Actually, it's about f- different types of Storytelling. I think we should start with addressing storytelling in the first place. Looking at synthetic media because uh, virtual humans are part of this upcoming um, media revolution. Uh, synthetic media and synthetic media is capable of doing quite some different kind of things, like it can bring Hollywood quality to your home, for instance, okay. where you can compete with. Hollywood, if you want, uh, which is uh, democratizing technology in itself. That's one. The other part we could talk about the um, synthetic media as meme machines. So the capacity of uh, short messages. Uh, We can talk about the immersiveness of synthetic media, which is a whole different kind of thing. Uh, But it's all about storytelling, and and humans are we don't. I mean, we, we, we understand the world by telling stories, okay? It's, it's how we build trust. Sure. And now suddenly there are, and I think this is, this is the, the reason why it's becoming so trendy. Suddenly there are a couple of companies that claim that they have passed the uncanny valley and then they can build. They call it production-ready assets. Production-ready assets. Humans that look like real humans, Mm-hmm. Uh, there's five or six of those companies and uh, they make the news because we're always fascinated when we look at fake and real and we can talk about Freud and how how he, he looks at these kind of things but um, so virtual humans so what can they do who are they um, There are eight nine ten different versions of them so it can be a really messy discussion because as soon as you talk about this version of a uh, digital human and, suddenly you say, okay, but how about VTubers? Are, are they virtual humans? Yes, no, or what's a virtual being? So let's start to confuse, that was would be my suggestion, let's mm-hmm. start confusing your audience by uh, finding a taxonomy. So what is, a, now I'm interviewing myself, it feels like <laughs> I'm interviewing
0: myself. <laughs> You're doing a good job, yeah. yeah maybe the, the, the audience is now thinking, is it, is it the real Menno that is talking, or is he being interviewed by a virtual Menno that, that he's answering to, right? In in terms of well, storytelling.
2: It felt like I was interviewing myself, so I... You know, <laughs> maybe there's a new word for that. Um. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be, could be. I
2: think it's 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 helpful to start with the most obvious version of uh, a digital human, and mm-hmm. um, that's all, all of us, almost all of us, who are present in the digital space. So when you have, are on LinkedIn, I don't know, Instagram, Facebook, right. Twitter, uh, representing yourself, yeah, uh, this is part of synthetic media. So it's your let's call it your digital double because it, it's, you, it it looks like you uh, but it's not really you um but it already has a massive impact on politics on, on commerce on whatever so so it's huge so to to start with to say that okay. this kind of storytelling is huge but we know you know the digital exactly, dogs.
0: but and but the, this digital double, eh, if it's a representation within the synthetic media, whether it be Twitter or LinkedIn or etc., isn't at least the way I look at it. It's kind of a uh, Twitter or the or LinkedIn is is only a shell between the physical me and the digital world. So it's still me, like you said, eh, it's still still you. It's still me doing it. Isn't the digital human uh, i was i was directly thinking about avatars and, and stuff like that
2: yeah also and and we can discuss whether it's still you uh that's that that's a deep thought uh that even goes back uh, when i'm what what is the true you or mm-hmm. when are you you That's. <laughs> it's not only philosophical it's only also very relevant if you want to talk about synthetic media itself
0: okay
3: Okay.
2: Because yep. we always represent ourselves in every situation, that's what we learned from a famous sociologist, Irving Goffman, uh, we always represent part of ourselves, so nice. in this idea, you are never your true self in the real world, not, I'm not talking about the virtual world, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we talk about the virtual world, and then we say, okay, is this an exact copy of me, or is it another version of me?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, because because people tend to, in the virtual world, they tend to uh, 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 take a part of, of the me, of, of you, to uh, to be in this virtual world where you represent the best of you or uh, a yeah. part that you think is interesting for others.
2: Yes, and the, and the good news is we do that all the time. So yes. it's not only in the virtual world, but yeah. also in the real world. So exactly. we tend to think, oh, that's the virtual world and uh, this is impression management, synthetic, fantastic, plastic, fantastic, whatever. Uh-huh. But but what we learn is that it is us and that's why we predict a golden future for synthetic media because it is so how humans are how, right. we want to be, how we want to play with reality every day we do it every day you know for for thousands of years and now technology is speeding up and giving giving us the opportunity to have eight nine ten different versions of ourselves being an avatar being a digital clone being a digital twin which is something different all um, VTuber, virtual influencer, whatever you, you can be, whatever you want to be, and have influence.
0: So even the the, the cave drawings from thousand years ago, they could be a uh, representation, a specific representation of how dead people wanted to be represented, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. Well, we don't know, but
2: yeah, it's in your DNA. So we, yeah. we so we are. You know, it's 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 it, it was important for survival in that sense, to play with information, play with reality, Yeah, being yourself or being yourself But it. We are now drifting a little bit away from technology. I'm very happy <laughs> with that. Maybe <laughs> take,
0: it back, take it back to the virtual, tech, yeah.
2: Tech podcast and yes. talk about tech, 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 tech. <laughs> um, and, and maybe about starting, you know, so a digital human or a virtual human are two different kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So, a digital human is a production-ready asset. It's a, it's a, a shell.
0: It's nothing. Yeah, a robot, a something human. like that. Sorry, it could be a robot or uh, something like that.
2: Yeah, well, I'm talking about the, the you know, the, the internet space. For
0: but yeah, yeah, but you have bots in and, and, and bots uh, on the net as well, of course. Yeah, of
2: course. Um, but it represents. It's got em, uh, embodiment because it looks like it looks like a human. So you think it's a human. Mm-hmm. A virtual human is a digital human with a job, with a task. Yeah. So as soon as you give it a task, it it shifts from digital human to to virtual virtual human. And then it can be anything. You know, all the jobs that we talk about that can be given to a robot. Let's call them robots, uh, like a concierge or Mm -hmm. an instructor, uh, you know, doing education or I've been playing around with the cookie coach uh, last week, Uh, all these kinds kinds of jobs. And then there's one very special job, which is influencer, which is also a job. Yeah. And this is also a digital human or digital being. Yes, yes. So as soon as the word human uh, is in the wording, Mm -hmm. then it's got embodiment and it's something you can see. When you talk about virtual being, It can be only the voice, for instance, like C, that's a virtual being, because there's no embodiment.
0: Okay. Are you still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Virtual being. Yeah, yeah. Can a virtual being, uh, you said only voice, but can it also be a a video stream? Like? No, like what, what we are doing right now. Uh, we are we are interviewing or we are talking on uh, on a specific topic and i can only see we can only see each other through a video stream in this in at this point
2: i i I would i would i would say you're you're not even you're virtually influencing people with this podcast i think you want to yes yeah yeah all all kinds of thoughts I, i i wouldn't i wouldn't call that no i wouldn't no that's that's I mean, this is the filter. This is this is.
0: Yeah, this this is only the shell between, between the real person and uh, and the other this real person. Is live,
2: almost like broadcasting. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It could be like radio, or it could be something like that. So that's it's not a virtual being in that sense.
2: No, that's not a virtual. That's not a virtual being. And it's avatars, YouTubers, virtual influencers. Um, so what do you want to talk about? Anything special? Are you interested in some? Uh, you know, you you want to talk about maybe we want to
0: talk about VTubers. Yeah, VTubers is an interesting one because then we're mm-hmm. entering also the area where uh, uh, where virtual humans of this or this this whole reality topic has uh, upsides and downsides. So it a good and and uh, and an evil side, and I think in the VTuber lies lies this this uh also this area eh, where we see that vtubers can but maybe you can explain first what a vtuber is because oh, now, now
2: you make me curious what what what's the awful thing that we are, what you want to discuss about vtubers what's the good and the
0: now i can what's imagine that about that? <laughs> i can imagine that inf- influencing and uh, uh, uh yeah has uh, can be done from a Uh, from a uh, how do you call that from a um, uh, a wrong perspective if you talk about influencing and VTubing uh, from a political perspective for example and you want to influence that from uh, uh, from a belief that you don't want it uh, uh, to have (laughs) oh and now we have a call coming in so yeah interesting (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) okay Um, I understand what you're saying Uh, but uh, I mean this is this is all over the place uh this could be uh, you know the people were running on twitter whatever so i understand what you're saying mm-hmm. um, i i think i mean feed are for me most of them are fun in the first place and i'm very interested from a technological perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's one very special one uh, she's called code code mika code miko sorry and maybe you've heard about her but if 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 not people that are listening should google on her um, specifically if you're interested in, in technology, what she does, she worked for an animation studio. And uh, she, uh, she wears a motion capture suit that's, you know, common in uh, animation studios. Mm-hmm. So motion capture suit is when you move like this so people can't see me now, but I'm moving. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: uh, the other image is moving also exactly. at the same time in the same way. Yep. So you make a digital shell over yourself and add some technology and you can create an avatar okay, uh, funny looking comic straight person, but uh, with real human characteristics like movement. Movement is very important to be credible. And um, then she is broadcasting, people are watching. Uh-huh. And one of the things she enables you to do is to change her suit. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, and of course you have to pay money, that's the whole <laughs> business model <laughs> uh, behind it. not paying money, it's giving uh, presents, little presents, which yeah, is why yeah, yeah. in the east, uh, little little presents. Of course, and
0: stars and stuff like that. Yeah, send stars or send uh, yeah virtual gifts. Virtual gifts, yes.
2: And then she um, she shows her, It's a split screen, so she is on the left, her avatar on the right. She picks her phone. And you see on the left screen also her picking her phone, but you see the actual representation of the real phone in the virtual screen.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And you call her, you call her on the real phone in the virtual world that she created. It's not only her in this crazy outfit, but it's all <laughs> the whole digital world. And to make it even more confusing, next time she will be um, in a normal outfit, so no... Nothing motion, motion capture, capturing uh-huh. maybe baking something and still in <laughs> contact with the audience and discussing all kinds of things that you have to pay for and she is tremendous she is very very popular and all the other influencers want to join her VTubing and she becomes more and more, and more popular right. and this is of course a cultural thing this is what young people do like all the other things in games and, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm fascinated I'm fascinated yeah. by the confusion uh, and the high-tech quality. So the confusion goes back to Amy uh, Yamato. She is, uh, I think she coined sort of the whole thing mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. of uh, virtual influencer. She doesn't exist. She, she's completely animated. Right. I mean, um, but she she walks around in the real world so she walks around london with a friend and you see a real person next to her and they will have a discussion about london and all her videos are and I'm, I'm, i think I'm, if i'm quoting her right videos that confuse people right yeah because you can't you can't tell anymore what's real well you, you can yeah, see that yeah. it. it's not real and i think this is the most for me this is the most important takeaway or, or the, you know this the reality as we know it the physical reality where you're in in your room with your table and there's the synthetic reality and there are both ob- objective realities because both are you know the one is tangible the other one is intangible but they all have artifacts sure. the game has digital artifacts they're still there if you die if you yeah you know pluck, t- take the plug out your computer the virtual world is still there so there's two objective Wills um, uh, now are getting closer to to each other and blending in all different kind of ways and influencing us, uh, telling different stories, and 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 this is how, of course, this is how young people grow up with these two ideas of of reality, the two ideas of objective
1: reality.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, and. Th- virtual digital humans whatever you call them all these versions are part of that and they are all telling different kinds of stories that influence us and the world with in which we live so this is you know zoom out this is the huge shift this is this is in essence what the synthetic media revolution contains
0: And that is, you're talking about storytelling, right? uh, We started with storytelling, so we're back at storytelling again. Uh, Isn't it, maybe it's too simple to say, but um, isn't it then the case that this is the new digital or virtual way of storytelling that we have found out? that we now have all these new means of of doing greater and cooler and better storytelling so we can uh, uh, where we also started with where we can represent one part of us that we think is the the most interesting part uh, even in a in a more exaggerated way than uh, than was possible before, with VTubing, with with all the you know, the, the stuff that you've just been telling us.
2: I do think so it's it's uh, you know the tools that are there are you know
0: enable us
2: to to create any kind of image or sound or whatever you want to be uh in the digital space unlike in the early days of social media you know we couldn't it was you know you could do a tweet or whatever um and uh, yesterday the day before i saw this guy who has a blog in, in i believe it was japan uh, but he looks like a young, young young girl. The only thing he does oh, is yeah. fake his own face, deep fake his own face, and change and alters the story. And I, I can see you all smiling. And you know we think this is trivia, but this is not trivia. This this is how stories go around. This is how we build trust, and that's very strange because how can we trust this guy who is not him, himself, but you know looks like. Um, looks like a, a, a young girl seeing him on his motorbike. And uh, and this is taking off, um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, were, we were talking about if this, this whole new virtual way, a, a, a virtual um, way of expressing ourselves is, a, is, is the next exaggeration level uh, for people uh, um, uh, emphasizing on the parts that they want to show to the outside world.
2: Yeah, exaggeration is, is is part of it, but I, I do want to say also that um, telling stories is, a, in essence, it goes back to building trust. That's it. I talk about myself constantly. You do, maybe your wife does. We don't know why we talk, but you know why we talk? It's because we want, by talking and saying, all these kind of things, you want people to trust you. Now, if you tell stories in the synthetic world that are way off who you are, it can hurt your reputation. So there is a sort of, how do you call it? Emergency uh, the sort of, you know, um, we, we won't, we, we won't go to, to the most extreme. I mean, maybe some of us. Maybe maybe uh, Rick will. I think Rick is very much
0: capable <laughs> yeah, of, of doing patient. it. He, he sure looks like it. Yes. Yeah yeah yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Put some AI in it, and uh, you know. yeah
0: yeah yeah. It can it can go to the extreme. Yeah yeah yeah. True.
2: But then then of, of course we, we I mean um, let let's take
0: AI in this in this respect.
2: Um, you, maybe you've seen the David Beckham um, commercial when he talks about uh, malaria. Uh, no. um, so the malaria, No. so the commercial is about malaria must, must stop, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people die from malaria, and they created a, a, a virtual version of him, David Beckham, he looks like David Beckham, he probably is David Beckham, the only difference is he talks in nine different languages fluently. Yeah. Can you imagine? David Beckham. He's a football player. I'm sorry if you're a football
0: player. (laughs) There are probably football players who can play so many, uh, who can uh, talk so many languages, but Yeah. David Beckham. Yeah. David Beckham is probably not one of them. No, no, I cannot.
2: And uh, because I'm thinking now about uh, Louis van Gaal and. Uh,
0: <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're creating a very big stereotype of, of a football player at the moment. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but still, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: How was that done with David Beckham's voice in nine languages? Did, did they use some artificial intelligence for that? only the face so they they, they change his face uh, so it's
2: it's like uh, but this this is uh, voice actors so voice actors combined with deep
3: oh okay yes
2: okay uh, but but you can i mean um there was this um i've seen this simpson edition where they use the voice of uh of course, Donald Trump. He's always, you know, it's always his voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, an AI version, and and now the actor. So was another person, but it sounded like the real Donald Trump.
3: Yeah.
2: Now this is interesting because, what if you are a voice actor? Uh
0: huh.
2: Why on earth should you spend hours and hours in the studio? lip-syncing whatever sure. you see in front of you, stupid uh, animation movie, yep. whereas you can also record your own voice and send your voice to the studio. And this is what they are doing with deep fake in commercials anyhow in COVID sure. times because you don't go to the studio. So you make uh, commercials with only taking the face of one person yeah. and putting it on the body of another one yeah. and you don't have to travel anymore. So these kind of, now it becomes practical, yeah. but these yeah. are the practical applications of uh, sure. digital use. Uh,
3: but all, yeah. also, So very good for uh, dubbing the sound in movies. If you had, uh, uh, has some countries dub everything on television like uh, for example in Germany. Yep. This technology could be very easy for that.
0: I'm, I'm still mm-hmm. surprised because of the commercials part. I still sometimes see a commercial coming by where uh, uh, you see that it's an uh, English recorded commercial and uh, a Dutch voice is, is below it which is not even close to uh, 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 <laughs> syncing it to it or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. well all the the, the the tech that we already have at our fingertips in, in our laptops even we can do better. And still no. in in commercials it's not used that's so strange
2: no it's a dirty dirty trick it goes back i've got some background in advertising science believe uh-huh. me whatever you see it's <laughs> on purpose it's
0: too, <laughs> yeah it has to be because the you're, technology you're is there buying stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah so you have that as well so even if we can use the technology it's not used because of some other reason yeah
2: <laughs> well, and of course, so maybe this is trivial, but but I, I do I do want to um, want to know what what you think about this. So, uh, you've probably heard about deepfake therapy. Yes.
0: You, you use, oh yeah. 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 That's a really interesting treatments that they have nowadays.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it. So there are a couple of stories. One one is uh, the the South Korean woman um, that uh, met her uh, a little child of seven year old, but this was a whole media yeah. production that took eight months and then they created a virtual world uh-huh. immersive world yeah. where we, we, you know, she, she, talked with a little girl that was very emotional and, uh, it's, it's all on the internet. So you can, you can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with deep, so this is a virtual human. Um, with deep fake, you can shorten, shorten that production time. And there are two Dutch examples. Uh, and one of them is from Jori Etema, He's a designer, and when he, and he is using deepfakes when you have um, anxiety for something, so fear. So, there was a girl that was afraid of open water, and then he took her face and put it on another girl who went into the open water and swim and enjoyed herself. Yeah. And then the confrontation is that you see yourself, yourself. enjoying something that would normally
3: scare the hell out of you. Wow. <laughs>
0: cool. Yeah, And there was also this case of uh, immersive technology used for uh, bullying when uh, there was a person who was bullied and she could met her uh, bullies uh, yeah. uh, in, a, in a virtual environment uh, uh, in order to, uh, to let go of the, the anxiety she had with, with specific remarks or specific situations. So relive that situation, but then convert it into a, a good conversation or situation, and and slowly converting it uh, into something that was uh, that you could cope with instead of something that is very heavily yeah, burdening you into going out and having conversations, etc.
1: Yeah, is that something like uh, practicing to um, to confront your bullies or something yeah. like that? Yeah, for example, yeah, it could yeah. be, could be like yeah. trainings. Yeah,
2: another another interesting framing, uh, Daniel, is uh, making new memories.
0: Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> Overwriting your old and, and creating new ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's something for Daniel, I see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could do without yeah. some memories. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but that's
3: something for another podcast. Uh, people just drank a lot of alcohol <laughs> uh, to, to uh, erase memories. Yeah,
1: that's an option too, but uh, not the preferred one.
0: <laughs> true, true.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much time we still have but, but so on the one hand there's this fascination. Minus five minutes. <laughs> Is it?
0: Yes, 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 yes. We all almost have to wrap up uh, already so.
3: I know. Yeah, but but, but still help? I'm very curious. What do you think, uh, Mano, will be the, let's say the, the killer application for virtual humans? Uh, because th- there's all sorts of possibilities but what actually will be the breakthrough What do you mean? Now, well, uh, because we are talking about it, but I have not seen it happening, or that may be my uh, limited view on the world, but...
2: I'm not going to insult you. I'm I'm going to answer your question very politely. No, (laughs) No, I mean, that was the whole... So the whole point is virtual humans are... So to begin with, virtual humans are already here, you know? It's you and me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, It has a huge impact on the whole world. I mean, look at politics, look, look at anything. It's run on virtual storytelling. So if you talk about the killer digital human, they already exist. They're out there and it will be bigger. Then there are, you know, if you want to talk about money, Talk about Roblox or whatever. So that's already there. Forty-five billion, you know, dollar worth of gaming. Um, it's it's. I know, it's it's not killing me. But it's they, they are killer applications, and it's a whole different kind of world. Then there are the uh, the influences, which which I think are very interesting. There are a brand on its own, and you can buy some time over you know a virtual. Like little Michaela, she's you know the poster child of those this special breed of. Uh, but I think you want to talk about, Epic Games, Soul Machines, Unique, Syntasia, IP Softs, Sony Neons, the the real real humans looking like real humans talking, with AI narrative you know AI driven. And I think maybe, maybe that's not the most important important part of. Virtual humans. I can understand that we are obsessed with this special breed, but I think there are a lot more interesting digital humans than these um, real, real looking production ready assets.
0: Cool. Okay. Well that is that is also a very nice ending I would say for, for this podcast, because I think the, the the chapters that are being written in the book they will tell a lot more about this topic and give you a lot more information and links and, and uh, uh, all kinds of references to examples, how this is happening around us and uh, uh, how, how yeah the influence of virtual humans around us is, uh, yeah, maybe it's too, too far to say it's taking over <laughs> without us knowing it, who knows? <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to, uh, to starting to read all, uh, all of this uh, about it and well, for now, yeah. Uh, I want to thank you, Menno, to give us a little bit of insight in, uh, in the virtual humans topic. And Daniel and one is wanting
1: to... Yeah? One more question. One more when question. When is the book coming? <laughs> October, uh,
3: Daniel.
0: October. Okay. okay. So a yes. little little more oh. time to wait.
3: Yeah, okay. So the p- book is there. probably by then we'll have a good reason to invite you back again and, and uh, <laughs> go uh, on with this very interesting topic.
2: Sure. Sure. Yes, I would love to, uh, and we can take another topic or continue our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe uh, what what our audience thinks and what 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 they think is a really uh, nice thread to continue with. We'd like to hear, uh, and uh, let's see if we can bring it in into our next conversation with Menno uh, on the on the virtual human topic. That would be nice. Again, thank you, Meno, for now. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks thank so you. Uh, thank you, audience, for listening. And uh, until our next podcast.
3: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.